Good evening, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Visibility and Connection with me. Whether you are watching live right now on Facebook or listening to the audio replay, it is me, Brandy Peters, your host, uh, hanging out with you. Oh, and the people on YouTube. Those of you who are watching it on YouTube, hello! Nice to see you here. Uh, thanks for joining me this evening. I didn't do an episode yesterday, so if you were sitting around waiting for Monetize It Monday, I have to apologize. Uh, life is cray-cray right now because over the weekend, I had a post on my Riot Girl Rebirth page reach while it's now at over 600,000 people. So I had what you would call a viral blip, um, a viral moment uh, coming from my Riot Girl page. And that's created a whole new thing uh, that I need to deal with over on that page. So it's exciting. It's cool. It's great to see that people liked that meme. It was just a meme, okay? No boost, no promotion. 600,000 people have now seen it and growing. It's growing about 10,000 every hour. Um, and we've had some huge surges of new people, new visibility, new activity. So I thought, why not get on here and talk to you guys about what happens when you go viral on Facebook? Now, this is me not bragging or anything, but I've gone viral before, okay? Um, I've had posts, I've had videos actually featuring me. I get widespread attention. It's been a few years now, but I, it's not the first time that this has happened. Um, but it's been a while since I've had this happen on one of my own projects. Uh, viral, I would say, is anything that kind of gets out of your hands. So um, once it gets to the point where there's thousands of comments and thousands of shares, and you can no longer like handle all the correspondence, uh, I think you've gone viral. Uh, but really, like, viral would be considered anything that basically goes outside of your immediate algorithm reach. So what your page is able to reach typically on an average day organically um, and goes off into the world like crazy and you don't know where it's going anymore. It's, it's got a whole life of its own. It's packed its bags. It's gone to college. It's, it's seeing girls. Um, it just grew up before your eyes and now it's out of your house and you have no idea what's going on with its life. That's what happens when a post goes viral because at some point you can't keep up with it anymore and at some point it just creates this uh, beast and that's what I'm contending with. I'm not complaining, not complaining. This is not me saying what was me. Uh, the problem is because it was just a meme and I post memes on there every day and typically they get about, and it's, it's you know, it's active so it gets like a hundred likes and couple dozen shares and it does well and like people I know and recognize the top fans on the page comment and usually that's what happens and then I post another meme the next day and we all have a laugh but I've never seen this before where what is happening now is it's out of my hands okay this meme this one meme has gone and reached 600,000 people and because it's now reaching so many people there are now so many people discovering the page and so I don't know, we got something like 1,100 new page likes. Um, the Facebook group connected to that page. I can barely handle the amount of people requesting to join. Um, it's crazy. Eric says, congrats. Thank you. Uh, it's very exciting. Good stuff. I mean, it's nice that it's my radical 
project, but there wasn't, there's not really a plan in place to monetize this either. So if you think that because a post gets a lot of traffic that all of a sudden, you know, well, Brandy's going to make it rich. Uh, that's very unlikely. The pin sales have definitely gone up, but only because I've started running ads to the page audience. So like I sell these pins, okay, in a little store, a little Shopify store uh, for this group, just as kind of a little memorabilia for group members and stuff. Um, mostly just to make up for the ad spend on this passion project that I have, uh, just to kind of make a little bit back or make nothing, but just spread the word is basically where it's at. So pin sales have increased a little bit. So I've made about $200 in pin sales, um, which is cool. It's cool. Like if you'd like to buy a pin from me, that would be very supportive of you to do so. Got these alien ones that are pretty cool. These ones would come right from my house because these are the samples. So if you'd like an alien pin, for those who are listening in the audio experience, I did not forget about you. I am holding up a pin right now, showing them to the camera. If you're listening to the audio version, I know I'm slapping my microphone because I talk with my hands. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, it's, it's always amateur hour around here a little bit uh, because we are, we're just doing our thing. We're just making content. But let's talk from a marketing perspective about what happens when you go viral. Let's talk about this because I just was really honest with you guys that there's not tons of financial return. Um, me as the only manager of that page just has a lot of work now to like administrate. I do like to respond to every comment on that page. However, literally my husband and I are at the point where we're just sitting there copying and pasting responses. As this post gets responses, um, I'm trying to leverage it the best I can. So I'm inviting people into the group because that's where I will eventually, you know, be able to build the best relationship with them and they can find out what, you know, the Riot Girl Rebirth thing that I'm building is all about. So inviting them into the group is what I'm doing. Um, also inviting them to visit the website and look at the pins. I mean, like, I honestly could not have predicted this, which is interesting because even if you hire me as a strategist, there's things we can do with advertising that is predictable to an extent. Okay, so for those of you guys who are listening, we're going to have a little moment. If you can get an ad converting at a certain rate, so if you can get an ad converting at, say, 20 cents per opt-in for an email list, you can predict that if you continue to run that ad, the AI in Facebook will continue to show that ad to people who are similar to the ones who are opting in. So you'll be able to continue to get email opt-ins for 20 cents of that person that you're targeting once you've hit that kind of stride through Facebook basically until eternity or until that offer runs out and you have to change the creative and change the ad. But what you want to do is you want to get predictable results. However, this is completely random. This is unpredictable. So it's not that I don't know what I'm doing strategy wise. It's just literally like I didn't plan this, not plan for this kind of thing. Does not, there's not like any like grand like when this goes viral today on Sunday, that's what happened. Um, when this random meme, because I post memes all the time, gets a whole bunch of attention for the page. There's not a plan in place for this, okay? These things are not immediately predictable. Now, what's interesting too is the increase in correspondence that comes from this. So when brands and people who have other pages and want to use your meme for marketing because it's shown up on their radar, or if they see the content from your page, you do get a lot more DMs, people hitting up your DMs to ask if they can maybe run ads or stuff on your page. That's what I've noticed is like there's been a lot more communication with other pages where I didn't experience that before. I have to keep tapping the screen so that my face is not 
coming in and out of focus. I, I apologize for that. Hello to those having the audio experience. I'm tapping the screen to make sure that it doesn't make me look orange like an Oompa Loompa. So when you go viral on Facebook, when you go viral on Facebook, what happens? Well, like I said, it gets out of hand real quick. If you're the solo admin on that page, you've got a lot of extra work for yourself. You're going to have a lot of new people reaching out to you, which is cool. But because Riot Girl Rebirth is not necessarily like the way that I make a living or the way that I make money, I kind of have to be like, okay, how are we going to monetize this? Or is there a way to monetize this? Um, or is this just going to be like a way to feed traffic onto this and we'll sell a few pins? Honestly, like a lot of people strive to get that kind of reach. So I understand you might be thinking, well, Brandy, like you, <laughs> you have something going on that a lot of, whoa, <laughs> just dropped my phone. To those who are watching live, are your ears okay? Did that, did that hurt you? I'm sorry. I did not mean to drop you. <laughs> just got excited and fell down. To those who are having the audio experience right now, <laughs> the phone fell down. Wow. This is going to be a very special episode. I think I should put a disclaimer at the beginning, maybe. Um, welcome to this very special episode. This is why I should go live in the mornings and not at night, because I don't know, it's like chaos hour. Okay, so we're talking about like this phenomenon of content going viral, and um, like I said, I mean, it's not predictable. You get unpredictable activity. You kind of have to act quickly. There might be ways to leverage it. I'm exploring all avenues of how to leverage this. Uh, while also, you know, not considering it like, okay, how do I explain this? Because it's just a meme, because it's just a meme, right? You don't typically take credit for memes. Now in the past, um, I've had experiences where say I made a video. Um, there was at one point a video on Instagram that I'd made that got a bunch of shares and it, it went around and it was quite the thing. And then people were reaching out to me and I was able to convert some of that into opportunities to review some products and do some like influencer-esque marketing and uh that was really cool uh in the past way way back in the day when i still had a bra and body image blog i had quite a twitter following back in the day i used to review bras <laughs> okay now i'm telling you the secret life that i lived before all this um i used to review bras and i had a twitter following so having a viral moment where you share something, then it gets more opportunities. So more brands were reaching out to me. So that was years ago. Uh, that was back in the day. Things were very different back then. But it's not the first time that I've had this kind of thing happen. And this, if you're a content creator, this is the only thing that you could hope for, is that people would suddenly discover your project, suddenly discover your content. And for no ad spend or no expense to you, you all of a sudden have these blips of growth but a lot of people who have never had that happen think, you know, like I said, well, now you've got all this activity, so you're going to be rolling in it. It's very hard to monetize on this kind of thing, especially in this case where it's a meme. I mean, it's fantastic. It's fantastic that the page is now growing, that the group is now growing uh, because of this. It's, it's fantastic because that means I don't have to spend money on ads this week. Um, it's great because this will probably drive traffic. Like if it can continue to get shared, continue to drive traffic to that project and to that page uh, for a long time if that meme gets, keeps getting shared. So it does have benefits. But what I want to be clear about is someone having this experience and the receiving end of it, there's no way in the world that I'm going to be able to personally respond to every interaction, which is typically how I administrate my page. So that's a little interesting. Um, just doing my best. I do have to copy and paste responses at this point. Uh, 
have to, like I said, like try to figure out ways to maybe convert it into monetary opportunity. But, you know, because it's a meme and it's not something with my face on it or anything, it's like, it's gone. Like I said, it went off to college. I guess my big point here is it's not what you think. When something goes viral on social media, it's an opportunity, definitely. But you could spend all day producing content, hoping, hoping, <laughs> hoping that eventually it goes viral. And then you need to be prepared or know what to do when it does. And often there's nothing you can do. I always think, and a lot of people think that this was all you know, a campaign to get people into Facebook Live. But if you guys remember Chewbacca Mom. So Chewbacca Mom with the Chewbacca mask laughing on Facebook Live to her friends. Because she thought the mask, the Chewbacca Star Wars mask was so hilarious. And then that went viral. I would like to hope that she made lots of money off her moment of fame. Um, like I said, there's people out there who think that maybe she was planted there because it was right around the time that Facebook Live became a thing. So some people think there's a conspiracy theory behind Chewbacca Mom trying to get people, you know, all, all gung-ho about creating content for Facebook Live and utilizing Facebook Live. I don't know. I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid right now. But I do hope that she enjoyed that moment where she was on, like, late-night television and all that. Uh, that's fantastic. And if that ever happens to you and your content goes viral because it just does, there's just a moment in time, uh, you do definitely want to take advantage of it. But like I said, even as a marketing strategist who built the audience on the page where this is now happening, who intentionally, like, creates some post content on there to entertain people and to kind of nurture and you know, build that audience, I guess. Uh, this was unpredictable. It's absolutely unpredictable. It's incredibly, <laughs> it's incredibly time consuming and it's very difficult to leverage. Now, like I said, in this case, it's just a meme. If it was something with my face on it, obviously there'd be more opportunities. But right now it's just like trying to do my best to figure out, you know, well now what do we do with all this extra activity? So if you're producing content, hoping you're going to get internet famous one day, I guess the way I'll wrap today's episode or video up uh <laughs> careful what you wish for um no it's fantastic it's really good to get visibility on my passion project on the riot girl rebirth page if you haven't followed it or whatever like it might not be your cup of tea but it certainly is mine i'm very excited about it um it's cool that this is happening but it's definitely like i said it's spontaneous it's random it's uncontrollable and it's just like it's a beast uh <laughs> It would be nice to see it turn into something which, like, I'm a believer that you create your own opportunity, so it's really, what am I going to make of this? Uh, it's just a weird internet phenomenon at this point, uh, but it's crazy the amount of traffic to a page and a website and a Facebook group you can get. Uh, <laughs> so to the people who are watching right now, uh, hello to people just joining in. I think I'm just going to wrap up here pretty quick, but this episode didn't have as much substance substance in it as I usually do didn't really get to any kind of point other than like holy crap um shit does get real when your stuff actually you know defeats the the algorithm ahead of the algorithm like honestly people want reach you want visibility but then there's another level of reach and visibility where things get out of control it would probably take without being able to like screen share and show you the amount of activity, but it would probably take like three or four social media managers to try and handle this, but it's going to die down at some point. I, it's like keeping a beach ball in the air. Like I'll keep posting relevant memes and trying to keep the people like the new traffic coming in, but eventually it dies down too. That's the other thing you have to realize is it is a moment in time um, that you have to look as an opportunity. And if you're a content creator and this is what you're hoping for, 
you can't you can't predict it but when it happens you better prepare for it uh, I definitely was unprepared like I said it's just a random Sunday afternoon I got all these new people trying to join the group all these new people um, liking the page and all these notifications of activity on the page way more than usual even though it's a very active page and then the next thing I know I'm like holy crap look at the thing go and very exciting uh, very cool to see that happen there are six people watching right now say hello make yourselves known in the comments very cool to see that happen but again this is I don't know what to do <laughs> at this point we're just doing our best we can uh, trying to figure out a way to uh, to make the most of it really like that's what you do so this video is just all about that that's what you need to do is um, if at any point in time you have this happen can't predict it but you better prepare for it uh, so yeah, I'm just going to wrap up here at the end. Thank you for those who watched today or listened to the podcast. Hello, my podcast listeners. It's so cool that you listen to my voice in the future. Um, to my YouTube subscribers, greetings, friends. Uh, thank you to everybody who's supportive of me. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Riot Girl Rebirth group or page, like I said, it might not be everybody's cup of tea. It's definitely not, um, like for entrepreneur business to business it's just a casual uh mommy group fun kind of thing it's so hard to explain i can explain my own project let me explain right rebirth is for alternative moms so kind of like alt lifestyle so punk rockers um goth metal alternative you know the artsy former artsy weirdos uh still kind of like it's called the rebirth because it's the rebirth of that uh that we all existed in the 2000s that's what Rad Girl Rebirth is, and it's like a mommy group. We're kind of like the anti-mommy group. Uh, there's memes and comedy and kind of like nostalgia element. Um, like I said, most people in there are moms, so our slogan is keeping it together for the kids, which is a reference to a Blink-182 song. Hi, Eddie. What's up? Uh, thanks for joining. I'm just wrapping up. So yes, uh, that's what Rad Girl Rebirth is. Uh, if you go to the store, we got pins for sale. Uh, I'm very passionate about that little project, so I'm very excited that that, of all things, went viral. Um, it would be nice if my, my marketing stuff for my business went viral, but this just shows that I know what I'm doing, right? Uh, but honestly, it, it's exciting. It's a good time. If you can relate to not having an online community where you fit in, because, you know, the typical mommy communities and all those cliches, uh, not for you. And this might be the place for you. Radical Rebirth. Go check it out. You can go to the page. You can see all the new activity and everything that's kind of blown up over the last 48 hours. Um, almost three days. I, what day is it? Who am I? Where are we? I don't know. Okay, so yeah, this is my second goodbye. Good evening, you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.